I have a question. Does having sexual preferences for only one race make you a racist? Hello and welcome to the Stags Stable Podcast, a gathering place for analysis and discussion of the single male experience in the adult sexual lifestyle, as viewed from the perspective of not only single males, but single females and couples as well. I will be your host, AZ Gigolo, aka Dr. Dave, and I am both honored and thrilled to have you join me on this exciting journey. So I invite you to sit back wherever you are, relax, open your mind, Enjoy and hopefully learn something new as we proceed to pull back the covers and dive right in. Hey, 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 it's AZ Gigolo, a.k.a. Dr. Dave, and I'm going to sing a song for you. That's from my Saturday morning. Back in the 80s crowd, a little Fat Albert reference there. Welcome back to all my loyal listeners, newly discovered friends, and those of you lucky enough to have stumbled upon something a little different than you're probably used to in a podcast. As always, I want to thank you so very much for your continued support, feedback, and engagement. It gets better with each episode, so I'm truly humbled and honored to continue having this platform to share my perspective as a single male who's been in the lifestyle for nearly 18 years with you, inviting me into your vehicles on your way to or from work, into your home, on your Alexa app, your headphones, when you're tucking the kids into bed. Actually, that's probably not a great place to play my podcast, but anyway, you get the point. I just want to thank everybody. And as always, I want to start with a little bit of house cleaning. So uh, I'm not a fan of my own voice. And many people who do radio or podcasts will tell you the same thing. You know, I really can't stand the sound of my own voice. I hate listening to it. And honestly, if anyone tells you different or thinks their voice is sexy or extra smooth, then their ego is way overblown. And uh, you don't need to listen to them because for the most part, people really don't like listening to themselves. Uh, so part of this housekeeping is my last episode, which actually has got some great feedback on cuckolding. I had just completed two back-to-back grueling shifts at work, and I was I was engaged, very engaged in the episode, and I presented the information to the very best of my ability. But I was, if you if you know me and you've listened to my other episodes, I wasn't my usual jovial self. I was a little serious and had a little Barry White tone going on. So I apologize for that. Um, I am wide awake now and uh, very happy. And that's another thing I wanted to point out is, you know, a lot of times I get caught up in talking to you and you hear, hear people talking about the lifestyle and whether it's whatever it is, you know, that's just general swinging or they're talking about cuckolding or whatever the case may be, you know, guys will be like, well, the bull should do this and the man has to do this and all that. You know, it's just, it's, we got to stop taking this so seriously. Yes, it's a serious thing because you're inviting other people into your intimate lives. But at the same time, this is something that we're all doing for enrichment and enjoyment in our everyday lives. So we need to keep it a little bit lighthearted and jovial and fun and, you know, be serious about the information that's presented and that we discuss, but have fun with it and be jovial with it. So I just wanted to get that across and again, apologize for uh, my apparent lack of uh, enthusiasm, at least in my opinion, uh, that was presented to you last time, and I promise to do better and not let that happen again. Okay, the next piece of housekeeping that I want to take care of is uh, just actually in relation to the the feedback that uh, that I've been getting. Um, I've received an abundance of emails and direct messages asking me to address to address or do an episode on 
uh, sexually transmitted diseases, sexually transmitted infections, condoms, bareback choices and decisions that people make regarding this in the lifestyle. And uh, I personally am very uh, encouraged by that, that people take that seriously. And it's something that they think about because it's extremely important on so many different levels. So I have decided that the next episode I'm going to do will be uh, directly uh, related to that and about that. And I'm going to present you with some statistics, um, some latest uh, updates from the CDC and uh, things of that nature, and then just kind of discuss the um, overall decision-making process and some of the pitfalls and challenges in addressing that, uh, particularly as a single male in the lifestyle. Uh, And I really think that's going to be an important episode. I'm sort of going off track in what I plan to do in the episodes uh, going forward. You know, I try my best to do an interview or a discussion every other episode, and then I do my solo episode. So this particular episode you're listening to now, uh, number nine is going to be a discussion and interview, which I'll get into uh, momentarily. Um, and the next one will be a solo uh, um, uh, episode. Uh, and with that, I'm going to do obviously the STD, STI that I just uh, spoke about. Um, but I was going to do prior to that, my plan was to discuss uh, different types of uh couples or women that single men may encounter in the lifestyle. So I started with the cuckolding. I was going to move on to kind of single women uh, in the lifestyle next. But because this has been such a uh, important topic that people obviously feel passionate about, I'm going to go ahead and address that uh, in the next episode. So I do have some other housekeeping issues to address, but what I'm going to do is spread those out over some of my thoughts of the day posts that I've been saving up. Um, those of you that follow me on my at Stag Stable Twitter account know that I was doing um, fairly regularly some thoughts of the day posts, which kind of, you know, just brings up uh, little things that don't require a full episode for me to do, but that I can discuss within a little two-minute segment uh, video that I do uh, on Twitter that allows you uh, to do there. Um, but it's been honestly brutally hot and humid here uh, in Arizona uh, the past few weeks, so my outside time has been uh, strictly uh, limited. Uh, that's by my choice. I was kind of being a little wussy about that, but uh, it's time for me to man up and get my fat butt back out there. So I'll start bringing those to you uh, more often uh, starting this week. Knock on wood. Um, so I'll be bringing that to you. So look on that. If you're not following me on the at Stag Stable Twitter account, do so. There's some good information that I have on there. Uh, sometimes I do little video outtakes while I'm hiking or running or biking or whatever it may be. And other times I just kind of relay some thoughts through a meme or, or um Uh, Just some uh, written thoughts that I have on there. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. So in my uh, ever-evolving journey in this lifestyle, I was fortunate enough to cross paths with a young lady who uh, really intrigued me from the moment I saw her first post. Uh, She and her partner are an extremely unique and special duo. And although the male counterpart of the couple is almost entirely a behind-the-scenes type of partner, He's just as amazing and integral to my next guest's uh, explosion onto the lifestyle scene, if it were, and in particular, her comfort, ability, and willingness to share her and their sexuality with the rest of us. So I just wanted to acknowledge him because oftentimes when, particularly again on Twitter or when you see women in videos, you just, you know, you're focused on them. You don't really see sometimes their partner and what's involved in his or her support of them. So I just want to acknowledge that. Uh, to him and say hello to him and thank you for uh, assisting me in, in getting this episode together. Um, so I actually saw 
my next guest, uh, a few years ago on a lifestyle site. And uh, as those things often go, we never connected and just kind of lost touch. You know, that's just kind of how those things work out. So uh, just kind of accept that as part of the the uh, the venture when going on those lifestyle sites. But fast forward to earlier this year, 2019, and I was perusing my Twitter feed one day, as I often do in the mornings before I go and get on my rounds. And I saw this unmistakable ink that this incredible vixen has on her body. And I decided to reach out once again. And after some (laughs) skepticism and cautious questioning on her part, as she should do with, you know, most single males as they should be approached. Um, her and I were off and running. We were chatting it up and we became quote unquote Twitter buddies as it were. And by happenstance, she was actually coming out to Arizona to visit a friend in the near future. And, um, her and I decided that we'd meet when she was out here. So we met originally for coffee one day. And I don't think, no, no, if it was later that night or the next day, next evening, we met for cocktails. And honestly, her and I sat there and chatted over some drinks. It was like two old souls just connecting, sharing some experiences, energy, and thoughts. And uh, it was really an, an enjoyable and enlightening time. Uh, we did not play um, on her trip uh, to Arizona. And for those of you that are new to the lifestyle and the lingo, the word play is another way of saying having sex. So we did not at that time. But she did live in a neighboring state where I actually have a um, girlfriend who's another hot wife, which is a story for another episode, um, where she lived. So I was familiar with the area and, uh, her and I made a promise that we'd meet in the future and enjoy one another's company. So it was just only before the trip recently that I asked her, cause we weren't, you know, this, the podcast wasn't really anywhere in the, the picture of what we had discussed as far as getting together. I asked her if she'd be willing to join me for an episode and she being the amazing woman that she is, she agreed. So what follows is her and I kind of just chopping it up with my very loosely guided outline uh, to somewhat steer and keep our conversation on track. As I've told you all before, I I come up with these questions and they're pretty much standard that I ask most couples or women that I interview or men uh, as that's going to be in the future. Um, But my my hope and my goal is to, you know, go off track on those. They're really just a base. So I forward those questions to um, the people I'm going to be having the conversation with beforehand. So they're at least a little prepared and have some thoughts in their mind. And so, you know, how her and I relationship has developed. I can honestly say that rarely will two days at the most go by that her and I do not have some sort of contact, either a text saying hello, some incredible uh, picturesque photo she's taken or her partner's taken of her, some scenery, um, a deep thought, usually in the form of a meme that she sends to me. Um, she's just been an amazing friend, and I, I love being in contact with her and having that energy between us. And, uh, you know, this is one of the main points that I like to emphasize uh, in this podcast venture that I've started. And, uh, you know, especially for us single guys, if you do things right in this lifestyle, it can afford you so much more than just sex or getting off. Yes, you're going to hear it from me again, folks. Sex is the easy thing in this world. It takes very little effort and anyone can do it. And if that's all you want out of the lifestyle, I honestly believe that you're wasting your own time and others' time and likely your own money because you can get no strings, emotionless, mindless sex at any bar from any call girl, assuming you can pass a background check. But again, that's for a future episode in any city in this country. And, you know, I feel and think that the lifestyle should be more about uh, just the sex than uh, than uh, 
you know, than anything. I think it's, it's really a deeper thing. It's about friendships and being able to talk to people that you can't talk, you know, even to your closest friends, uh, bring up issues and laugh about things, you know, sexually that society finds taboo or that we're not supposed to talk about. And, uh, it's just a very enlightening, engaging and enjoyable lifestyle. And, um, this, uh, my next guest, uh, Miss Siren Verde, exemplifies exemplifies what that is to me on several levels. You know, not only is she incredibly sexy and insatiable specimen, uh, she stimulates, challenges, and even causes me to step back and challenge her on some thoughts that her and I may disagree on, as you will see on full display in the following conversation. So, as the cliche goes, uh, without further ado, let's get after it with Mrs. Siren Verde. I'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. AZ Gigolo here, a.k.a. Dr. Dave. And as I just went over with you, I'm sitting here with Miss Siren Verde from Twitter. Uh, and other forums, which you will be able to contact her at. I will have the links at the end of this podcast episode, as well as on the podcast website. Uh, again, as I mentioned before, I had met her on Twitter several months ago, and we got to talking, had a really good connection. She had come out and visited in Arizona, and we happened to get together then. And again, uh, kind of emphasized and strengthened our connection at that time. And it just so happened we had um, some time to get together today. And last night, actually. Um, and today we're doing the podcast episode, so I'm really excited to have her here. So why don't you say hello, ma'am? Hey, guys. It's Siren. And there she is, very sexy voice, sitting here looking very sexy as well. So anyway, I wanted to definitely get her on here, you know, as I tell everyone that I want to present different uh, perspectives and different type of women and couples in the lifestyle uh, for single men to be aware of. And have an idea on how to approach them and kind of what they're about and what they're not about. Things aren't always as they appear on just what you see on Twitter or just what you see on swinger sites or even in people's videos that they have posted. You know, there's more to them and there's a, a, a deeper or I should say a depth to people that we need to be aware of and appreciate. And that can definitely assist and help in knowing how if you're going to approach someone to do so. So I'm just going to start off basically with kind of some questions that I preform. Like I told you before, I always have a list of questions that I give to those that I interview and let them have them in advance so they can kind of think them over. And we kind of skew from those. Hopefully we'll skew from those because I don't like to be too scripted. But um, it's a, a good basis for us to get to know each other and for you to get to know the guest and me as well and get some good information. So my first question for Mrs. We'll just call her Mrs. V for now. Um, she is partnered. So let me say that she is partnered um, to a wonderful gentleman. Uh, they take very good care of each other um, spiritually, physically, and every other way. Uh, but I wanted to know how long have you been with your current partner? We have been together for five whole years, and we've actually known each other for over a decade, thankfully. So we don't, we definitely know each other real well and get real deep in about our lives at all times. That's great. And actually, you two, so you've known each other earlier in life. And did you have a relationship earlier in life and you took a break and then found each other again, or how did that work? Yeah, so we met under real interesting circumstances, which we'll touch on in a minute. But I got married real young, and so we took time away from each other, still stayed in touch over the years, and I realized I am not the traditional marrying type. 
<laughs> it might be a Mrs.-ish now, but me being married in a traditional sense, I found out very early on, just does not fit my style. So we we knew early on that we were going to be alternative. That kind of blends into the next two questions, which we'll start real basic since you alluded to it. How did you two meet and what's this story? <laughs> well, okay. So because people that know us know us very well and almost everybody pretty much knows exactly how we met. So let's see, let's see how many details I can right, kind of omit almost. Uh, basically the, the short of the long, he was tied up and blindfolded. I was a quote unquote gift from a friend, I guess. And I was very adventurous at a young age. So before he even could take his blindfold off, I was already on top of it. <laughs> so yeah, kind of, kind of interesting. And oddly enough, when we finished at the time, again, I was young. Legal, young, but, <laughs> but young. He asked to see my ID at the end. That's, uh-huh. that's the type of young looking I was at the time. <laughs> wow. And we sort of just continued from there. We, we vibed really, really well. And I, having been relatively adventurous even before 18, um, we just knew that we worked for one another. But again, the timing, I was still too young to take on a serious relationship. His life was just not not ready for what him and I could offer one another. So I had to grow up. I had to be an adult. And now we just started back off. I got divorced. I lived my life solo for a minute. And from day one, I was banging a bunch of other people <laughs> with of course his you know uh consent permission whatever right, right. like there was no cheating it was never anything that he didn't know what i was doing he would find me people right off the bat okay. and yeah so that's oh, that's, that's kind of that no that is an original <laughs> and exciting story so with that that kind of goes into my next question i was going to ask and i generally ask people how they get into the lifestyle so you said it was kind of right off the bat. So did he, is it something that he just knew this about you or was there a discussion from you saying, Hey, this is how I am. You know, these are things I enjoy, you know, either love it or leave it. Or how did that kind of come about? I mean, would you have a legit discussion with someone who kind of consensually raped you sure. blindfolded? Are you down yeah. for this weird lifestyle? <laughs> I, I would presume that maybe he thought you had changed during that time or something. Or no, so he, he's he been in the alternative lifestyle for much longer. He's oh. he's much older than I am. Um, and so for him, he'd already had some working-ish models of being open, not being with one person. He's been cuckold in some sense for... Let's see, 10, 20, over 20 years. Oh, Easy. Okay. Um, so me getting walked into it, because again, I was a gift, quote unquote, from his friend. His friend already had me in a very open, multiple partner type of situation that even though me and that person weren't exclusive, it was, you know, then I got handed off and then I grew up and then I bonded with my partner now. And so it was just a let's fine tune us both being wild and crazy. Yeah. And we've, we have 
fine nuances within our relationship that from my conversations with other cuckold couples and hot wives and all this stuff, some people don't even understand the way that when we tell people we don't really have rules, quote unquote, really the the rules that come along with us. And I don't know if this is jumping ahead, but our biggest thing is communication, being clear with us and, you know, being honest and because we understand people, especially single people have relationships. They have all Mm -hmm. this other stuff. But if you, if you let us know these things, we'll honor that and vice versa. But I'm free to date individually. That doesn't have to be a, you know, threesome type deal every time that there's a sexual experience. I like it to be that way because my partner's done above and beyond for making Mm -hmm. my life happy. But that's like the basis, but there is no rules when you walk into our relationship. As long as you're kind and considerate and caring, anything is game. That's so that's great. I appreciate that um, and honesty with that. And that's kind of two points I want to make. Actually, my episode prior to this is a solo episode that I hope everyone would have already listened to about cuckolding. And one of the things that I emphasize in that is there's such a vast array um Again, almost like a, a bell curve itself in the cuckolding world, you know. So you can't just, again, look at a video and say, oh, that's cuckolding. Or one person says, well, this is what cuckolding is. That's, and that's bullshit. There's so many variations of it and everybody has their own rules and expectations and things. And again, guys, it's for you. You really need to be aware of that. And couples as well, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to fit a certain mold to do it. Now, there are certain aspects of cuckolding that help to define it. But again, there's, you know, nuances within that that can be, um, uh, present a wide variation and also to point out um one of the points that she makes that i really emphasize in every episode is asking questions of people being honest and being open that's really the only way you're going to find out how things work with people you know and if you're open and honest with them again even if you're married or dating or something then you give them the option and people are much more apt to invite you in or whatever the case may be, if they know you're being honest and that they can trust you, but if they think you're being deceitful, then, you know, nobody's going to want to mess with you in that vein. So um, thank you for pointing that out. And we, you know, jumping ahead was fine because this kind of got into some of the questions I wanted to ask. And have you two, I don't want to say had regrets, but have there, are there times when you kind of have to take a step back and kind of redefine things or is everything pretty much run pretty smoothly because of your communication? Oh, I gotta, I have to sort of sort through this a little bit. And uh, I guess the short of the long for that is I don't regret anything. Everything that has happened has been a learning experience to make the next relationship, partner, whatever, better. And I, I've joked about this with a couple different people, but. I realized I go into it and I start telling everybody like, this is what it is. And this is this, and this is this. And especially when I come across single males outside of like, even the lifestyle, I'll meet. And then I tell them what my deal is. And they just have this really dumbfounded look on their face. Like, what did I just get myself into? And I'm like, you know, here's the thing. You go play a board game, you go get something new and you have to read an instruction manual. Right. And if you don't read an instruction manual, you get to the end and you're like, fuck, I missed a piece, or you have to go back and redo it again, and you give yourself 10 times more work. And going back to that communication pace, my partner and I will tell you exactly who we are, exactly what we expect. If there's any questions along the way, we can be asked and we will answer. But somehow, 
that gets missed. Mm-hmm. And people don't listen to the long instruction manual yeah. that I give them about how I work right. and they go and do something else and then look at me and I ask them and I said, did I tell you that was part of this at yeah. all? And they look at me and they go, well, no, yeah. but I'm like, exactly yeah. the, but yeah. you can't assume if you ask me, right. I'll clarify for you, but I give people almost the full instruction manual right up front. That's the biggest thing. So no regrets, just learning and over communicating. And that's my huge thing is really, and some people say I ask too many questions or it's over communication, but I don't think there can be enough. And we really, again, you know, this is geared towards men. It's for everyone, but I I really speak to the guys here um, and say, just don't make assumptions, you know, listen to what people tell you and take that to heart, you know, and ask the questions. If you're ever unsure, ask. And they'll give you the the answer that you're looking for. You can either decide that that's for you or not for you. But again, questions, questions, questions. You hear me say that every episode, and I'm not going to stop because it's so crucial. And there's still people that don't. They just have in their mind what they think something should be, or maybe they can change someone's mind or thinking. And no, just stop it. People will tell you what they want and how things work. Um, so I, this is again you you present these questions and make them interesting for me to have to adjust um so you you and your partner's sex life now did was it like i know he was basically blindfolded and had no choice the first time quote unquote no choice um but so since then since this has been going on you've been reunited how is your sex life together with him is it kind of just picked up where you left off improved better worse how would you describe it okay well ooh better for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And again, here's the thing. The, when my partner told me what it is that he wanted, be very, very careful what you ask for. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, be very careful because you will get it. And in spades at times where you don't, you didn't even know that that was coming. Is that a play on words? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, what are we, what are we here for? <laughs> uh, but, but truly, like he, he asked to be cut off. He asked mm. to be truly cuckolded. And when I first came down, my sex drive for years has been very, very high. It's ebbed and flows as I've gotten older, but I've, it's, that's a whole other story. So when I was down here, I was wanting to have sex with him multiple times a day. And he realized very quickly, oh my God, I need to, I need to get this girl taken care of and, and started finding me other partners and really like, help me open up and lose the shame that I had about being a quote unquote slut Mm. and needing, you know, a bunch of dick and, you know, my one partner not being able to fulfill me. And so he really dropped into a full life of cuckold, denial, all such things. And now on a human level, I love him so dearly. And when he tells me that he needs affection or he needs love, we, we, put on pause in some sense, everything else that's going on and, and get back to one another. But this, I actually had a conversation a little bit about it the other day about, you know, black being bent, black men being more superior and white men are sissies. And there, the mind is a very powerful thing. I will, Definitely give credit to my mind having a somewhat psychosomatic effect that being with white men now and if they ejaculate inside me, Mm. 
my body fucking hates it. No joke. Like I, it just doesn't agree with me Mm. anymore. And guys, I get tested. This is not like there's something wrong with me. Don't worry. It's not that it's a, it's truly a, my body Mm. and my mind link up. Mm. And I believe that there are women, again, the spectrum of things. There are women who can still have sex with their husbands and be fine and be that, you know, intimate thing. But my partner, if he's allowed inside of me, I either put a condom on him or he's not allowed to come. That's just how it is. And that doesn't take away from our intimacy. Mm. We can still sometimes do anal. Sometimes I'll suck his dick. He's not allowed to come in my mouth. Like, and these are just things that have come over time. And it's, it took... Me having almost emotional breaks at moments that I was so scared that me coming to these realizations about what our sexuality sexuality was forming into, that he was going to think it was too much and wasn't going to want to be with me anymore because I wasn't going to be sexual. But again, he asked for this. And I'm so grateful to have a partner to completely take responsibility for that because I don't have to feel guilty. And he helps me not feel guilty because we have these conversations. Communication, honest, real communication is not fucking easy. It gets easier over time, but it's hard work. But guess what? Anything worth it is hard work. It's not easy. That's the truth. Uh, Thank you so much. You you all, maybe you all understand now why I, I love this woman. She just... When she says she just inspires me to think and and challenge my thought process on things. So a couple of things I want to address here, just kind of starting from where you started and what you were saying last. Um, and I addressed this in my cuckold episode for those of you um, that listened to the one prior to this. Um, to me, men that are choose to be cuckold or are cuckolded are I admire them so much because that is the the just complete lack of ego. And I think that the ego for men causes more issues for us than anything is us having this ego and thinking all these macho shit, you know, anybody that knows what ego is knows what I'm talking about here, but cuckolding is the the exact opposite of ego. It takes it all out of there. Um, it's not just, you know, I've got a lot of guys with hot wives and swingers that like to see their wives or like their wives to enjoy other men. It's a, it's a selfless uh, venture and there's a lot of ego taken out of that, but they do still have some ego, um, but I admire them as well. But just, it's just, it's so fascinating because I have some ego and I'm not going to deny it. It's conditioned at me and it's part of me. And I try to let it go when I feel it coming on uh, and just know that things aren't a true threat to me. Um, but uh, yeah, that, I just wanted to say that about um, cuckolds and you'll hear me address that again in the episode that was prior to this. The next thing that you said that really challenged my, my thinking and something that people know on Twitter that really bugs me when I see it <clears throat> is the, the black male superiority and the white, you know, men submission and inferior and all that. And this is the reason I don't like it because I'm a very fair minded person. And I'm like, if I saw somebody, if it was on my thread and I saw somebody talking about white superiority, I'd be furious. I'm like, that's fucking racist. That's bullshit. And so to be fair, I can't accept and say, oh yeah, but when you talk about that because it's sexual, it's okay. So for me in that mindset, it's not fair, but I'm also in being fair minded and open minded, accept that people have their preferences. And so those can kind of get confused. And so there's some women, and again, I addressed this in one of my thoughts of the day, and it's going to be a future episode on race in the lifestyle, is I've talked to several couples that I've seen their profiles on sites. I said, you know, I understand that you don't want to be with black men, but do you mind if I ask you why that is? Can you give me some reasons? And I kind of went into it. A lot of it's been with with ego and arrogance and the way 
the majority of black men have presented themselves to them. And again, I think that's conditioning and what black men see, how other black men talk to people. And maybe they see they got a good response like, oh, well, I have to be an arrogant prick like that, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's some people that get very turned off by that. And they'll say, you know what? I'm done. It's black guys. I don't want to be with black guys. On the other hand, there's other men that are have so much ego that they're threatened by the myth or whatever else it is that they don't want their wife to experience that because they think they'll be hooked or they'll think that, you know, that they'll think less of them. And so there's a, 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 a really strange interplay that goes on there. I shouldn't say strange, interesting interplay that goes on there. But when you presented it, this is your preference. This is her preference. And I know, and I've been with several wives and women that have that preference and they just have no interest in white men. And again, I, I don't, I don't, I can't speak for the ones that are the opposite that have no interest in black men because obviously I haven't been with them. I will say that there have been several, several uh, wives I've been with that said, I've never been with black men. I've never really been attracted, but the way you've approached me and the way you talk to me really, I changed my mind about things. And so I was with them. They may have not been with any after that, but, or they may have, I don't know. Um, but I just wanted to present that to everyone that this wasn't, you know, this is a preference thing and this is how her body reacts to it. And this is what, um, Mrs. V has decided for herself and her husband or husband or partner has decided um, how they want to participate in what she enjoys. And that is fine. And it should be accepted if you choose to not like it or like it. That's your choice as well. Um, but I just found it fascinating that how kind of the psychosomatic uh, interplay has um, really found its way into your physical. And you, you can you're clearly aware of how that expresses itself. <laughs> it is. But, you know, we, our mind is so powerful. Um, uh, it's actually an amazing thing and it's a, the, the mind part of this, uh, um, uh, fantasy or this lifestyle is really the most important part, more so than the physical. Again, I reiterate that, um, a lot on here as well. It's all about how open you are, uh, to things. So anyway, moving on from that, sorry about that little soliloquy on my part, but I really had to get some of that out. Um, so you've been doing this for a while. So this question is kind of a tricky one, but I, I guess I'll ask it this way because I would generally ask somebody, "How did you find your first single male?" <laughs> well, you will, but I, okay. But I want to I want to do an addendum to that. Um, so give me that. I will ask you that one. How How did you find your first uh, single male? Actually, it will in the lifestyle with once you were back together with him. So it does apply. How did that occur? Well, actually, I'll step back into because again, we we met a long time ago and we can we stepped into this lifestyle even at that age. And the first one was off of AFF, if mm. you guys, you know, lifestyle and stuff. And it was so funny because you guys, I know so many of you see me and I represent myself as this goddess. Imagine me like having that potential at a really young age. You'll still get intimidated, baby. I promise. <laughs> so anyway, so my partner found this dude. He came over he could not get hard. He was so intimidated by me. I felt so horrible. But AFF was the first encounter to that. And then later on, when Craigslist was still alive and well, because fuck all the censorship in the world. But again, that was that was kind of like our hub to be able to do such things. I have not been a fan of Tinder because it's this like instant almost like deliver at your doorstep hookup shit. And unfortunately I'm very much an old soul and I need to know that you're going to be my friend as well. And because of my preference, it just came off as this like, 
when we meet, we're going to fuck and this and that. And, and I just didn't get it. And going back to what you're talking about, like knowing that you're going to be doing a podcast on race. Mm. Fuck. Yes. Wake up to white for real. Like I'm mixed and all kinds of stuff. And, but like, it's a real fucking thing. We walk around with motherfucking pillows on and like, just wake the fuck up. So I had, I had to address that. I'm sorry. But, but yeah, like those, those were kind of like the first experiences is AFF and Craigslist. And otherwise I just meet dudes on my own. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, it's easy for you to do. <laughs> get to see that. Um, for those that don't know, if you know, adult friend finder, that's a AFF. I get uh, guys asking me all the time, which I addressed at the beginning of this podcast on um, the intro. Um, young guys asking me, where do I find hot wives? Like <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they do exist. Uh, if you know where to look and how to look. Um, so that, uh, the answers my next question. I was say, how was that first experience? Well, he couldn't get hard. So that describes that. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, again, and those that listen to my podcast and those that know me, I'm very open and honest. You know, I'm, no matter what you see or hear about me, there have been times where I've been, I've worked myself up so much about meeting somebody. Maybe they're famous or maybe she's just like super hot and gorgeous. This sexual woman's been with all these guys. I'm, you know, you get, again, that ego gets in my head and I get there and yep. Things aren't working like I want them to. And that's happened a few times. I'm just being honest with you. It can happen, guys. And I'm not about to take anything or inject anything in me to make it happen. If it either happens or it doesn't. But don't be, you know, don't assume that you're just going to show up and things are going to work all the time. That mental. And we're not mad. We understand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, and that's why I was like, God, I try. I'm like, yeah, it's just not happening today. It's not you. I'm just too caught up in my head. That's usually what I say. And they do. They understand. And if they're really sweet and gracious, they'll give you a second chance. But if you screw that up, then just don't call them again. Just don't be <laughs> about it. Yeah, don't be strange and act freaky about it. It happens, guys, okay? Um, so, again, just being honest and full disclosure there. It can happen. It does happen. And uh, it's just part of human nature. Um, so um, next question is kind of, I know you discussed that he was, he had been in this kind of um, role of being cuckolded all his life. But was that... When you got back together, was that just kind of, look, this is how it's going to be? Or how did the the cuckolding really get introduced into your relationship? Yeah. I mean, that was like the first thing that we sort of addressed, knowing that I had an insatiable appetite for sex. And at the time, it wasn't geared just towards black men. Mm -hmm. Um, I had actually had a poor experience with a gentleman when I lived away from where I'm at now my partner had actually introduced me to this individual, even though he wasn't there in his presence. Again, Craigslist alive and well. Um, and that person I allowed to take a somewhat dominant role and they abused that privilege of me becoming submissive to them. Trust me, guys, I am a little bit of a switch, not much, much more dominant. And I'm equaled with, with my, my bulls and such, but yeah, it's, it's been it's been interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, that's and again your your story is just fascinating. I really think that everybody's going to enjoy listening to it and and just another understanding of how the different aspects of it um um work out. Uh, and that again, you bring up another point that I wanted to say about uh, the whole dominant thing. And again, single guys when because I'll see this on couples profiles, um, swing sites or whatever, and where they say you know she enjoys a dominant man. Now again, how do you know what that means? Most guys will assume they know what that means. Don't assume. Again, you know what that does. Makes the ass out of you and me. Uh, you have no idea what dominant may mean to one person versus the next. So what do you do? How do you know the difference? You ask the question. 
Ask, well, what do you mean by dominant? What does she enjoy? Some he may just mean she may just mean a tug on her hair and a slap on her ass. To some women, that's dominant. Others may want you to get a little rough with them. And if they say that, you need to get down to the definition. What do you mean by that? What are the limits? You know, and a lot of them will say, you know, <laughs> right, right. Like if you ask somebody that, it's a little scary, but um, <laughs> um. But, you know, because, you know, and a lot of I've had a lot of women tell me, oh, well, I'll let you know. And to me, that's really not good enough because what's that that's going to cause me to do is hold back. And she may want more because I'm like, well, if you tell me that I'm not going to push it too far because you don't want somebody to jump out of the bed and say, get the fuck out. You know, it's the last thing you want to happen. So that will cause me to hold back. So you really need to define what that means. And of course, there's points where things can get a little bit too much and they'll have you back off. But um, that, yeah, I just really want to address it about the, the dominance thing, because guys hear that and see that and they think they know what it means by watching some video. And that is not what it means. It means whatever it means to that person, you need to have that defined. Um, okay, so next question, and this is more those of um, my listeners that have seen uh, you on Twitter or, or wherever else they may have seen you, some of your videos. Have you always enjoyed uh, the filming aspect of it? Yeah, and with again, going back to the first time that my partner and I met, so that had actually been filmed by the individual who set it up. And because my then became husband had also been a mutual friend of that person. We had asked that individual to delete, destroy, whatever the video. I, to this day, do not know if it ever actually happened. I do not talk to that person anymore. But, like, again, I have been notorious for my pictures since I was in high school. So I like the camera. (laughs) Russians, if you have those tapes, I'd love to see them. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I, I like having someone there to film it and if any of you get the opportunity to either one film me or watch me watching myself you're gonna laugh at my facial expressions i'm extremely expressive in my face i do not get botox for the fact that i like letting it out i like my face to show what i've been through because it's fun to live life and it's really fun to go through it but yeah i like the film aspect because when I decided to step into this to whatever, you know, what's, uh, turn it into a capitalist Mm -hmm. thing, you know, whatever I'm making money on it. And that's awesome. But it's mainly because I wanted to show the world that there is real people who enjoy this, who can make it look a teeny bit more polished, but still be very, but that's because I'm a perfectionist, which if you don't know that from already working (laughs) with me, potentially, uh, I just, that's just the way that I am. And it's so much fun to do it. And some of the stuff that you guys have seen before when you go check out my page is from previous stuff before mm-hmm. I even did any of this. That's why you guys can't see people's faces because right. they just had really big dicks because I'm a size queen. And so I just was like, I got to use this. I got to show them what's up. Yep. So, yeah, I love I love the filming part. That's it. We're on the same page again. You guys are seeing all these reasons that I really enjoy this woman's company and spending time with her is that I, I'm the same way. I think that sexuality, um, particularly in, in um, the Western, I'm actually more U.S. because Europe is much more open about it, has been this little dark secret and we shouldn't talk about it. It's like, you know, everybody has sex. Everybody enjoys it. Everybody has their own nuances. So, so what? You know, express it, enjoy it, share it. It's a gift to us and it's meant to be shared. You know, whatever your religious 
preferences is or um, predilections are, you know, I don't really care. If you don't want to look at it or think about it, then don't. If you think sex is just for procreation, that is absolutely fine. You don't have to watch it, although you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But even if you are, you know, just know that people want to express themselves and it's not this dirty, nasty, you know, thing with these. These are, we're professionals. <laughs> Clearly we're professionals. We have lives. We do other things, but this is just an expression we want to share with other people. And like mama always said, why uh, do for free what you can get paid for? Um, so some of us choose to, to, uh, you know, make some profit on it as well as share our experiences with others. Um, now, so she, you know, as I, again, I would have addressed, uh, in the beginning of this, the intro to this podcast, uh, I've known her for about a half a year now, a little longer than that. And, uh, at first you weren't, you didn't really show your face. I know you didn't show you still, there's some of the, the videos you don't show other people's faces. I know those are older at all, older <clears throat> videos that you had from past experiences. Um, when did you actually decide? I mean, cause I, I'm the same way. I had this huge backlog of videos of people, you know, cause I just liked a lot of couples, like the voyeuristic part of it and being able to watch it and re-experience it again. When did you decide, um, to start actually sharing those experiences? Uh, I can't tell you the exact time. My brain doesn't work that way. Really? Uh, it really, well, it really came down to this is fucking difficult to keep blocking my face out of it <laughs> in terms of how flexible I am, how much I like to move mm. and do this. And I honestly really get down to it. I just didn't want to fucking either edit it myself mm. or pay someone else to go through mm. it and blur out my face. Right. If one person needs to get blurred out, they can do it them fucking selves mm. or I'll deal with it later. Mm. But ultimately I'm out there. My tattoos are extremely noticeable. And I was like, well, might as well just go all <laughs> yes, in. Let's, yeah. let's jump the yeah. deep end. So that's really kind of what spurred oh, deciding okay. to do that. Good. And I'm fucking pretty. <laughs> that's right. She's a very <laughs> sexy lady. Um, and again, I bring this up because a lot of people, I know that they think, and I've had some people ask like, you know, okay, we enjoy the, the aspect of the lifestyle, you know, whether it's cuckolding or whatever, but we just don't, aren't comfortable sharing. And again, that's fine. That's for you. You don't have to do that. Some people really find, get quite a few couples and single females contacting me saying, you know, we'd love to meet you. We really like what you're about and we really want to be filmed, but we just don't want, you know, her face in or whatever. And I'm like, that's fine. Um, so some people just like being able to put themselves out there, but not put themselves out there. And I'm that way. You know, I don't show my, my face in uh, anything that, that I put out there and only show, um, who I'm with their face or their husband's or cuckold's face. If they request it or they're like, we don't give a shit. Um, you know, so it's, it's again, it's all about preference. And so I just wanted to ask that. So it just enlightens people to the differences and, and people have as far as that's concerned. So, um, I know that your partner finds some in for you. You do a lot of it on your own as well. Um, and this is again for the guys. What's your, and a lot of these overlap and it's just reinforcement, um, but yours may be different. What would be your biggest pet peeve or complaint regarding single males and how they approach you? You're allowed to send dick pics after you've asked. What? Don't send before. Just don't. Please. I love, I, I love my guests because <laughs> you, you, everybody that knows my podcast knows this is my favorite part. Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> no dick pics. My God. And it's still, it happens every day and I just don't get it. But yeah, that, that's just amazing. And guess what? 
one of the most notable pictures out there. I've been with that motherfucker. Like, I know what his dick looks like. I know it's not yours, first of all. Yeah, yeah that's really bad. If you're going to send a dick pic, at least send your own. God damn, sending somebody else's. That's just, that's double weak. So, I mean, guys, I, how many times does this need to be said? So, pass it along. Don't just say hi. Have a coherent statement, even if it's good morning, siren. Something other than hi, because I will most likely just delete you unless I look at your page and realize you're for sure a real smart person. She could do my episodes. You all have heard this ad nauseum from me on my Twitter page and my thoughts of the day on my episodes. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, there's and here's the funny part for you guys that still do that. We'll send hello. Hello. Hi, hi. These couples will take snapshots of it, send it to me and say, can you believe this motherfucker? I'm like, yeah, just send them a link to my podcast and let them listen. Maybe they'll learn something. But there's still guys that insist on, I get it every day. A lot of it has been lately, and it's just, just a segue. I get it from uh, Taiwan or whatever, and it's like, hi, hello. And yesterday, I was just having a rough day, and I had a couple of them. And I'm like, Yo, you just caught me at the wrong time. You're about to get cursed out. So I hope they got Google Translate because it's going to be bad. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, you're getting some valuable information. It's nothing you haven't heard. So you've heard it so many times from all my guests and from me, and I'm sure from a bunch of others. So let's start adjusting those behaviors, and maybe we'll have a modicum of, of success or at least different reactions to the way we approach. Um, so uh, along that lines, again, just kind of finishing off kind of this uh, – discussion with a single male tips for them what obviously you know the big dick and being black but um <laughs> other than those some physical attributes and this is not you know you white guys asian x or whatever don't shut down this is just things you need to listen to because everybody has their preferences yeah <laughs> there you go what uh, what attracts you or draws you to a, a single male's profile you know once if they appro- approach you in the right way okay so this this is again preference of things i will personally go and check your instagram if you have it i will go check your other accounts so make sure that each one kind of not mirrors the other but you're sending the message of who you are if you are some young guy that's posting that you're smoking weed all the time and have guns I I will slightly apologize right now, but not really. Because the thing is, when you get to know me, if you even get that far, I do not carry drama in my life. My life is extremely peaceful. I do not party. So if you're asking me to come out and party with you or do anything, guess what? It has zero draw. Absolutely zero draw. And there is someone out there for everyone. So I'm not saying that that isn't a draw for some ladies. Maybe they want something like that. But personally, I am drawn to people who take care of themselves, can talk to me about something other than sex. If I FaceTime with you, again, don't show your fucking dick. If I call you and that's the first thing that I see, you are getting kicked off my list immediately. You just will because... There's so much more. And Dr. Dave and I have gotten to this point. This is why when if it's been months, motherfucking months, and we finally got to be physical. But that was because him and I are at a point in our lives that I not only want quality over quantity, but I need somebody to engage my mind. I need that mental stimulation. So if you can give me some 
some form that you are that through your social media or through your communications with me. Cause I get it. We all start somewhere. You may not have a huge page, but if you can talk to me and you can show me that you have something to bring to the table, then we can talk. Absolutely. I love it. And this, we've kind of uh, sort of addressed this um, throughout this uh, discussion, but for to really hone in on kind of the, the cuckold uh, situation, what what's kind of the best advice you would give to, you know, maybe, Maybe broaden it to other. I know you can really only speak for yourself, but the best advice you give to is there's a lot of single males that love the idea of the cuckold or being a bull in the cuckold lifestyle. I personally have my own thoughts on they should do a stepwise progression to that, not just jump into a cuckolding uh, couple, but you know, kind of just start with hot wifing and that sort of thing. But what would be your best advice to give to a single male looking to meet and engage a cuckold just like yourself and your partner? Mm. All right. A step into this would be. If you have an interest of doing things like that, this, make sure you are comfortable talking to the male partner, whether it's over a text or a phone call, because no matter what, you are addressing a couple. It doesn't matter if she's the dom. It doesn't matter any of that. If you can't respect my partner, I want nothing to do with you. And we're not going to be mad at you if you try it and you don't want to do it. Just let us know. But you have to be willing to carry on coherent conversations with both of us because outside of all of this, we're still human beings. And we would like to carry on friendships and relationships outside of all this. So if you're interested in doing these things, make sure that that aspect of it that you're comfortable with. Otherwise, stick to Tinder, stick to Match, go find chicks who are just dirty as fuck and you can go cheat on, like if that's really what you want. But otherwise, like really assess why you want to get into this lifestyle and that you're comfortable dealing with both people because it's not a one person situation. There are boundaries to be respected at all times. Absolutely. And that's uh, again, another point I've made in the past and her and I actually discussed this last night. Um, I had gotten a little flack about saying this in a prior episode that guys, you have to assume that when you're sending dick pics <laughs> or, or, or sending a DM or a message to somebody that you're sending that the husband or the partner is going to be the one reading it and seeing it first. Um, that's not always the case. And so I don't want to make that, but in general, you should just assume that even though it may be a woman's profile, this is just Siren Verde or this Husbands is just. <clears throat> That's right. You know, this is it may be her page and he may it may seem like she's saying all the input, but a lot of times it's the husband who's right. Because we go, guys, I know what I want to hear. And so I know what you want to hear. So I know how to make it sound salacious and dirty enough where women kind of don't think the same way we do. Um, they aren't as, you know, kind of visual and audio that that way as we are. But we know how to get in each other's minds. And so, you know, you're like, oh, damn, she's dirty or she's sexy. So let me write this, send her a dick pic. It's like, no, her husband's opening that picture up and seeing your nasty, hairy, pink dick or black dick, or whatever color the shit is. Nobody wants to see that. Okay, so just think that. So, you know, you're approaching a couple. So just assume that you don't have to necessarily address him. Or just acknowledge it. Say, hey, you know, I saw your page and, you know, address, acknowledge, say, I know that, you know, you and your husband participate in this. I'm really interested in getting to know you. Well, however, you know, you don't have to word it that way, but just acknowledge it and be respectful. Um, and I think that that goes a long way. And it's something I've said, she's echoed and several other couples I've spoken to have Video echoed. Video verifying is a real thing for yeah. making it to the next step. If you make up a motherfucking excuse, <laughs> we will cut you yeah, off. That's right. And I, you know, I have my own verification process and there's been, the ones that I've had to have verify, there's been one couple 
and I got to give them props. It's uh, at Good Girl Six O Four. They were the one that actually sent a picture next to her face with my profile name, her profile name. I'm in today's date, handwritten, and I was just shocked that somebody actually sent it to show me that they were real. And we met and had a great girl. So here, kiss to you, Good Girl Six O Four. But yeah, video verifying, whatever. If you're really interested and you're really in for this, you have to do what people ask. You can't come up with excuses. Well, I can't send because of this. Oh, I'm out of town. Right? Bullshit. Technology today and whatever. There is no reason uh, to come up with those uh, excuses so uh in any case uh that was just a fantastic discussion i've had a wonderful time with this uh, young lady um her partner's going to be joining us soon and we're gonna uh, spend some time together and uh, like i said i'm gonna put uh, a link to her uh, uh website on there it is if you want actually why don't you just go ahead and uh, tell them how to get in contact with you if they want to well, obviously, you know the basics, but go check out my website, siren, C-I-R-E-N-V dot com, and you'll find out all the fantastic places you can see me, and if you really, really like me, you can, of course, always spoil me, because I'm amazing, but you can get customs from me, because I like to be creative. So, again, sirenv dot com, go reach out, say hello, and a big thanks to Dr. Dave for having me. Oh, my pleasure. We had such a great time today, and uh, thank you all for joining us. Bye-bye. Wow. <laughs> See what I mean? Such a stimulating conversation with this woman. I was so wound up after this that I honestly had to go outside, breathe, relax. She has this incredible fountain uh, in their backyard. Um, and just, you know, got my thoughts together. I came back inside and... Well, the rest you'll be able to see and hear on uh, my other venues. Uh, after all, this was a podcast and play episode. Actually, it was a play podcast and play some more episode. But as you know, I don't allow my own self-promotion in this podcast. So in any case, I uh, have no doubt that you were stimulated in one way or the other uh, by our discussion. And that's exactly uh, one of the, the goals of this podcast. I wanted to, again, thank Miss Siren Verde and her incredibly gracious partner. Uh, they're some of the most incredible hosts I could have hoped for. And uh, I'll be sure to have her contact information in the show notes attached to this episode. So if you want to find her um, on Twitter and uh, as she discussed, she has a, a web page that I highly encourage you to look at. She's a very, uh, very unique individual, as I'm sure you've discovered. Uh, and again, as I discussed in the intro to the episode, I'll be working this week to get a lot of quality information gathered, including those statistics, recommendations uh, for the next episode that's going to address the sexually transmitted diseases, safety, contraception. And, you know, some of those touchy discussions and uh, personal decisions and preferences, preferences that accompany them as part of the lifestyle. And if you follow my Twitter account at Stag Stable, uh, I'll keep you updated on the release date of that episode because I really feel it's so important and people are so many, so many people are clamoring for the information uh, to be distributed in a, a kind of a concise, uh, uh, informative fashion. I'm really going to do my best to try and have that episode possibly released as soon as next week. Um, so that would be, I think we're going to be in a September then. Um, yeah, that would be on the second, uh, if everything goes well and according to Hoyle. Um, Again, just depending on what I get done this week. Now, as always, I just want to thank you and appreciate you for inviting me uh, into your ears for a little bit. And I look forward to hearing from any of you that wish to uh, contact me with, uh, you know, your suggestions, opinions, whatever you want to talk about. And uh, hopefully be spending some time with you all very soon. That concludes this episode of the Stag Stable podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and learned something new, as that's always the goal when we get together. 
I invite you to feel free to contact me at either the website stagstable.buzzsprout.com, the podcast email www.thestagsstable at gmail.com, the podcast Twitter account at stagstable, my personal Twitter account at azgigolo. You can find this episode as well as all past and future episodes of the Stag Stable podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. All the aforementioned contacts and sites are listed in my main website and on the podcast Twitter account as well. Once again, I am your host, AZ Gigolo, a.k.a. Dr. Dave. I want to thank you for spending some time with me. And as always, stay kind, stay thoughtful, and stay naughty.